0: Final case for argument is twenty two one seven three zero Spine Holdings versus
1: Orthoface. Good morning. Good morning. May it please the court, Miguel Hernandez for appellant Spine Holdings. Okay. This is an interesting. What's
2: the foundation? I'm going to ask you for uh, about three different things. One, Lynn's sketches describing post filling the implant to create maximum. Our graph, the, the sketches, right? Yes, What's Your the Honor. foundation for those? You know, uh, like a legal foundation,
1: right? So the legal foundation is uh, when Lynn and Nelson.
0: The, when, where, who, what? You know,
1: right. So April, uh, sorry, February two thousand eight. That's the first sketch of the uh, of the drawings. Mm-hmm. Those are dated and signed. Additionally. Again, we've already established date and uh, creators. Anna Green, Nelson's nurse, testified that she has had seen those documents and they were created.
2: Mm-hmm. What's the, then? What's the foundation for Lynn's sketches, including a bullet nose implant and insertion tool and a double lock screw?
1: Same thing, Your Honor. Yes, uh, they're s-
2: signed and dated.
1: Uh, yes, they are signed by her signed the uh the names of russ nelson co-inventor and anna green are listed at the top of that uh second sketch that you're talking about your son uh no not signed by the inventors however anna green did testify under oath that she was there when the sketches were created
0: what's a surgery meeting
1: Surgery meeting is where the inventors and Anna Green, as she was uh, Dr. Nelson's uh, surgical nurse, they would meet before and after the surgeries and discuss, you know, the procedure. Specifically, though, during this period, the inventors were working on optimizing their implant. They had already conceived it, and now they were trying to address the shortcomings that they were seeing in the prior art. Which they were performing during those surgeries.
0: They were performing the prior art during the surgery.
1: Exactly, Your Honor. And so during these surgeries, they would identify deficiencies. They would they would discuss how could we address this better. What could we do with our implant? And agreeing testified that this was taking place during those surgeries. We have third party cooperation during the surgery. During those surgeries, (coughs) during and after they were discussing. uh, They were discussing optimizing their end plan. Are there any other foundational questions you have? So turning to uh, the diligence, uh, the critical period here is 20 months, which the board split into two periods, the first from February 2009 through January 2010, and the second, February 2010 to October. The board found diligence during the second period, so there's no need to address that here. The primary issue to be decided today It's whether the board erred in not finding diligence during the first period. Now, Spine Holdings submitted documentary evidence and testimony establishing diligence during this period. Specifically, we have the testimony of the inventors and Anna Green, which we briefly covered uh, during the surgeries. Um, And notably, OrthoFix never made any effort to impeach through deposition the testimony of the inventors or Anna Green. It's uncontroverted testimony. Now, to rebut this evidence, Orthofix relied primarily on paid expert testimony, Dr. poloza that the inventors were not working on the inventions during these meetings.
0: Those uh, post-surgery chats that the uh, co-inventors and the nurse um, wrote declarations about, as I understand it, those declarations were a tad generic, they didn't really say, oh, well, and on this date we, we made this adjustment, so uh, now we this is how we made the knee bone connected to the leg bone different than previously. You know what I mean when I say Right, I, I see what you're getting at. Uh, and, and I guess the concern is why would we be able to conclude that it was unreasonable for the board to make a finding that these statements about post-surgery chats were just the descriptions of those Talks were were too generic and you couldn't really see behind the declarations as to what, if <clears> any, <throat> kinds of progress or or uh, concrete conversations about the device actually occurred.
1: So, a few reasons, Your Honor. Uh, first, we've already established if it was just inventor testimony, I admit that would be problematic. But again, we have third-party testimony corroborating it. Now, to the specifics. This happened back in 2009. We're, we're talking a long time has passed, and I think it's important to keep in mind the context. We're not talking about a Fortune 500 company here with R&D departments um, and resources to document everything. We're talking about two solo inventors that were working you know, outside their job to uh, come up with this. So the evidence that what you would find with a larger corporation, it's not there, but this court has, Never found a problem with this type of issue, because you can forgive, you know, some of the a lack of specificity over a long period of time, especially when it's you know two solo inventors. Um, that's NSC technology that I'm referring to that supports this proposition. And then second,
0: that we can forgive long gaps of time in activity between small time co-inventors. No,
1: Your Honor, um, you can forgive a lack of specificity of te- of testimony. That is talking about something that happened 15 years ago. Um, and again, that, that is supported by NFC technology. So, what was NFC versus here in terms of the specifics of what was offered? NFC, there? it was dealing with corroboration for conception, but the issue that they were having there was um, again, you had an inventor testifying as to what was conceived, you know, 20 years ago. He, he couldn't remember the exact. Uh, conversations, the specifics of what was happening. But he did testify that, yes, these elements were there uh, during my conception. And there were some uh, corroborating documents, you know, circumstantial that you can infer, okay, based on his testimony, it's reasonable that there was conception. And the board, or, sorry, this court also specified that, yes, based on our precedent, if we can circumstantially infer that his test mode is in fact reasonable, um, that constitutes corroboration. Um, turning back to uh, the specificity, uh, there's also another reason. Under the rule of reason here, you know, we have to look at the evidence in totality. And it's important to note that in 2010, after the inventors uh, engaged Flex Engineering, uh, an engineer from Flex Attended surgeries with the inventors. There's documentary evidence. Uh, you can find that in Appendix 3368, that's volume two. Uh, paragraph 10. Uh, Balinko Matsuro. He uh, you know testified that yes, I was trying to or I was going to uh, surgeries with the inventors. Additionally, there's email correspondence from Balenko. You can find that at Appendix 3321. Where he's emailing the inventor asking hey when's the next surgery when can i go so again under the rule of reason taking that same type of activity which the board acknowledged is diligence and comparing it to the surgeries with the inventors and the nurse it's the same type that additionally um, provides corroboration
2: mr Lin's purported search for graph material uh, as evidence of diligence um would the invention accommodate more than one
0: type of graft material?
1: Uh, yes, Your Honor. It, 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 um, there's no one type. However, it still has to perform the claimed functions. It still has to flow controllably into the implant. It's, it still cannot just go everywhere. So there's, a, there's implicit, there's some sort of, Fluid property, you know, a viscosity. You can't have something to, yeah. Um, so that is the relevance uh, to the claimed invention and in his search for graph material. Um. So, uh, turning to uh, an additional reason, uh, Your Honor, back to the surgery specificity, um, more circumstantial evidence is the inference you can draw from the improvements that were documented in that length to August 2009 drawing. Again, uh, we've pointed out that there's... Do we
0: know it's uh, dated August 2009? I, I don't think we know that,
1: right? Okay, so the, uh, I I admit that the date is not on there, but again, you can infer based on the circumstantial evidence that it was, it was created in August 2009, it was temporal, and there's a couple reasons. Number one, the inventors testified that yes, we provided this document of the configuration, in quote, at that time, as it existed at that time. So there's reason one why uh, you can uh, draw the conclusion that yes, it was August 2009. Second, um, again, there's features that were added, so, It took time, again, it's, you're inferring here, but based on circumstantial evidence, it took time to come up with these features. It's, and I think we need to have, you know, an idea of what we're focusing on. It's not the time to actually draw it out. We're, we're talking about the time to, to identify these features, come up with these features. And so that obviously took time. And so I'm not saying that those drawings alone account for the spinals, uh, or, corroborate the spinal surgeries, but they add another piece of evidence. It's another data point.
0: Is it your position that those first sketches, these kind of rough sketches dated February, April 2008, uh, reflect the state of the invention as of February
1: 2009? Uh, no, Your Honor. Um Okay, I,
0: I thought at okay, one point sorry, that one. Sorry, let was me an back up. <laughs> February two thousand nine. Yes, at that snapshot time, these uh, little sketches represent uh, the state of the invention. Right. That, yes, that is. That. That's, we not, are that, that's not. saying that right.
1: No, uh, okay. I misunderstood, Your Honor. We are saying that's the baseline. That's what we're starting with here, is those sketches at the beginning of the critical period. That's that's how the. Uh, that's so, how the is. So resisted. then the,
0: there had been no. Progress in terms of the invention from April two thousand eight to February two thousand nine.
1: I respectfully disagree with that because there was other activity going in. Uh, first of all, they were still looking for the graph material that didn't start, you know, after February two thousand nine. Uh, there's emails, you know, before the the diligence period, and then uh, second, uh, it. I'm not gonna say it's irrelevant, but there would be no abandonment issue even if there was no documented advancement because um, abandonment only starts when the critical period starts. So there would be no issue of abandonment even if there was no documented improvement between February 09 and, or February 08, February 09. Uh, we're in January battle, so I don't hear from you. There's no further questions. I'll reserve the rest of my time, Your Honor. Thank you.
2: good morning please the court <clears throat> um, I, I think some of the difficulty with the discussion we just had is there's running across many dates some inferences being drawn in the briefing to this court that weren't really presented below and I think it would be best to focus on was there substantial evidence that supported the board's findings of lack of diligence over the critical period as well as the reasonableness of making the combination uh, one of the things that was mentioned was the search for a graph material well the board looked at that uh, first, they w- were curious about whether the claims actually require specific properties, but they went ahead and analyzed uh, the corroborating evidence, and they found it just was incredible that they were searching for graph material over this whole period when the graph material described in the patent is demineralized bone matrix, DBM. And the evidence shows that Mr. Lin, one of the co-inventors, in fact was a salesman for demineralized bone matrix, readily in his possession at any time. So. The- there's no credibility, it wasn't corroborated. They found the evidence wasn't corroborated. They also looked to this Cabo Spine Investment Group. Uh, that was one of the stories. They said that that was to manufacture the implant. The board looked at that evidence and said the meetings with Dr. Weezer and Timone were about their implant, a different kind of implant, and that's what the Cabo Society was doing. They were also looking to buy assets of a company that had gone bankrupt so they could sell those implants on the market and make money. There was no evidence. That the board could find that there was any discussion about manufacturing of the proposed implant. Uh, the other is these uh, the meetings after surgery. Uh, the, I- well, pear- Go apparently they're during yeah. surgery too.
0: Right, but are, are you saying that the cone vendors wanted to buy the assets of Vertebron so that it could sell Vertebron's implants?
2: That's, uh the co-inventors apparently were part of a larger group of investors I mean, I didn't, was that in the emails or yes the uh, the email chain with the uh, the bankruptcy attorney mr. land engaged a bankruptcy attorney to try to, to force Ertebron into uh, bankruptcy so they could buy their assets and they wanted to sell the peak implants I think the board discussed that um, in their findings yeah it, it, an APPX uh, 127. Uh, no mention of manufacturing implants in the APPX uh, 131. Uh, they quoted that makes selling the peak interbody cages almost impossible. They're referring to the vertebron assets. They're the ones who actually made their own peak implants. Tur- turning back to the, uh, the, the meetings between uh, Dr. Nelson, Mr. Lynn, and Anna Green in 2009. There are no specifics about what improvements uh, were being discussed what were made there's no evidence to show what was done and the board found anna green's testimony really didn't corroborate it there was not a scintilla of evidence and in fact found more credible via testimony from dr pelosa a spine surgeon as well as dr loner spine holdings uh expert who we did depose on this issue and they said these were common practice that the surgeons would would have surgery the uh, sales rep would be in the operating theater, and then they would have meetings afterwards to discuss you know, how it went, as well as what their needs were for the next surgery, so the su- sales rep could have that ready. So there again,
0: they, the, the board found that credible. Isn't it possible, though, that given that these two were collaborating on a new kind of spinal implant, that Mr. Lin was showing up to all these surgeries in order to see you know, what kinds of improvements that could be made to their working model? It, the
2: testimony it, it is from the other doctors is that it's just common for the sales reps to actually be in the operating room during that time period. And so it's possible, but that's not the evidence that we have. Um, and it's, it's. I guess you're saying
0: we just aren't sure. Maybe some of those meetings really were directed to trying to improve whatever they were trying to invent, but maybe some of the other meetings were just him trying to best learning technology so you could sell it?
2: it it's possible. It, and again, it's the lack of evidence but there's no, yeah. the trouble. Um, and, and and I would note that the inventors testified, and the board picked up on this, that they started working on their invention pre-critical date. Right after that April 2008 meeting, they continued to work diligently um, towards reducing it to practice. So there must have been, if that's correct, some improvements, so I don't think the drawings from april 2008 uh, can necessarily be the state of the design in february 2009 i think that inference is is not appropriate Uh, and turning to the 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 undated drawings Uh, again i think the board was correct in in not affording those uh a weight to corroborate the inventor's testimony undated documents (laughs) do not necessarily stand for the proposition that they were disclosed just because the inventor's testimony says that in fact we pointed out in our brief if you're going to speculate about the date that just as easily could have been created in 2008 or more likely january 2010 we just don't know and it's just improper to first speculate on the date and then try to draw inferences from that of what may or may not have happened over a particular time frame Um, the I mean, ultimately, the board looked at the evidence. They they weighed at the credibility. They didn't find corroborating evidence for the vendor's testimony over that uh, 2009 time period, except for that they contacted a patent attorney to do a patentability search and found that there was a lack of uh, reasonably continuous diligence over that time frame. Uh, Are are there any questions on on that, Uh, any questions on the arguments for reasons to combine? And for now, I'll see the rest of my time. Thank you.
1: Uh, okay, so starting with the discussion about uh, graph material and the drawings, it's important to note that we have diligence, even if you don't find corroboration with the documents because we have Anna Green's uncontroverted third-party testimony that corroborates their diligence during these meetings. The documents just add further support. We're not saying you have to find it alone on those documents. It's just another data point. And then um, concerning the graph material, again, um, just another data point, but the board credited it flexes – activity in researching this graph material. Uh, So again, there's already evidence that searching for graph material was relevant to diligence, the same thing that Lynn and Nelson were doing. And again, um, orthophics can't point to anything saying that the discussions during these surgeries did not involve the inventions. It's speculative. But that requires ignoring Anna Green's uncontroverted third party testimony. So, again, uh, under the rule of reason, stepping back, you have to look at the totality, uh, the entirety of the period. With the surgeries, we've established from February 2009 through August, there's diligence. And then picking back up in January 2010 through uh, through October, un- uncontested diligence. We also have October and January. so. There- at worst, there's a couple of months where there's no documentation. That alone would not be sufficient to defeat diligence. If there's no further questions, Thank you. I yield the rest of my time. Thank On you. That
0: side,